In our series about bail this week, Presumption of Innocence for Sale, we wondered with so many people dissatisfied with the bail system right now, so many judges and prosecutors screaming for reform, who is it who supports the current system, basically the way it is? Nicholas Wachinski, retired executive director of the American Bail Coalition, says he would not get rid of the money for freedom principle in the U.S. bail system at all. No, getting rid of the use of financial conditions of bail entirely is not something that that the bail agents or the American Bail Coalition uh, can support. We believe there is value in in keeping those types of uh, releases in the system. Maybe he and the 14,000 bail agents or bail bondsmen working each day in the U.S. justice system are comfortable with the way things are because the whole pretrial detention system in the U.S. is an $8 billion a year operation. And the bondsman gets something like between 2 and $3 billion each year in fees and other financial charges for basically being insurance agents. And that's what the bail system really is, a giant insurance market putting up money to be paid if defendants don't show up for trial. Defendants are assessed for flight risk by a judge, but then they are also assessed for risk by the bondsmen and the insurance companies who underwrite the promises that say defendants will show up. Individual bail amounts have been increasing in America. Average bail amounts have risen by $30,000 since 1992, according to the Bureau of Justice Statistics. So we sent two of our takeaway team out to see what bondsmen themselves think of this apparently booming business. We are outside City Hall in the Manhattan Detention Complex in uh, downtown Manhattan. We're facing four bail bonds places right now. Shopfronts near the courthouses and jails in New York City are crowded with bail bond shops. I am the first guy from the court. I am directly across the street from the jail. So location, location, location. This fellow might be the first person you talk to after a lawyer if you find yourself in the criminal justice system. My name is Eduardo Guilarte, and I'm a uh, California bail agent and opening up a new agency here in New York. It's called Bail NYC. Bonding agents like Eduardo are licensed and regulated by the state in which they operate, in this case, New York State, They run on the principle that premium rates should not be excessive. So basically what happens is here you are, you've been arrested, your bail is $50,000. So what do you do? You come to an agency like mine and you say, listen, I got this case. And it says, okay, basically you're sort of like asking me for a loan. I'm like a bank and you're asking me for a $50,000 loan. My interest rate is governed by the state. So New York says, from this amount of dollars to this amount of dollars, you'll charge 10% interest rate. If you walk into your banker and you say, give me a $50,000 loan, the banker is going to say, what's your collateral? Same thing in this industry. What can be used as collateral? Real estate, stocks, bonds, personal credit, credit cards, cars, jewelry, whatever you've got of value, usually they'll take it. But if you come up short and can't post bail or put up enough for collateral, then you might be out of luck. And that's when you end up in jail awaiting trial. In New York City, in an attempt to ease the burden of bail on nonviolent offenders, the city just announced nearly $18 million to end bail for low-level or nonviolent crimes, releasing up to 3,000 people who otherwise would be stuck in jail. Good news for criminal justice reform advocates, but perhaps it's the first step in getting rid of money in this whole equation. My name is Edwin Soto. I'm a bail recovery agent here in New York City. Uh, a lot of the bail bondsmen or posting agents here in New York feel that every penny counts, no matter if it's a misdemeanor crime that justifies or warrants a $1,500 bail versus a, a felony or a one felony count 
that justifies a remand or $200,000 or 250000 For Edwin and Eduardo, these new bail reforms in New York will barely make a dent in what they get paid right now. And my attitude basically is, hey, there is enough here to keep this amount of agencies, okay? You look at the population. How many people are locked up across the street, more or less, ballpark? About 19,000 in MDC alone. And that's 19 floors of all defendants. Listen to Edwin speak the business lingo of how defendants become cash and how judges can sometimes make bad decisions. My point of view, I believe that some of these cases or these charges that are being presented to grand juries or to the judges or to the arraignment judges sometimes are tedious. For example, you have a defendant that just hopped a train. That warrants violation. That warrants maybe an ACD. However, they'll justify with a $1,500 misdemeanor bail. How do you get a defendant that couldn't pay the turnstile and hop the train, and now you want him to pay 1500 bucks? In this case, a steep cost for jumping the turnstile. and $1,500 buys you your freedom. But what happens if you skip bail and don't show up in court? Well, someone calls Edwin in that case. But you better not call Edwin a bounty hunter. He's a bail recovery agent. At the end of the day, that's what we are. We're bounty hunters. However, here in New York, we're not allowed to be called bounty hunters because bounty hunters need insurance companies or private investigators. The bail bond company can hire internal bail recovery agents that, empowered by the bail bondsman or the posting agent, gives us the right to surrender that individual back to court. A side of the criminal justice system that is not much talked about but is essential to keeping the $8 billion pretrial criminal operation in America going each day, where on any given day, 60% of the U.S. jail population is composed of people awaiting trial. Nicholas Wachinski, Executive Director Emeritus of the American Bail Coalition, thinks of what he does as assembling a team to put up resources to help a defendant out. Once that person has made a mistake, the agents in the, in the industry receive notice, and they generally contact the, the loved ones. We call it the circle of responsibility or the circle of love. They generally, they are able to bring in the accused and have that person understand that they've made a mistake. All of these folks have done well by this bail system for all of its mistakes. Bond agents can make from 50000 to well over $100,000 a year holding down the fort in this little scrutinized back room of the criminal justice system. Eduardo Guillarte is part of this constituency that might recognize a few problems, but wouldn't change much in this system. Yes, it does work, okay, because you're talking about a justice system for a country. It's not perfect. It's got a lot of flaws. I can tell you many, many things, okay, that are not perfect. But it is one of the best justice systems in the planet. The more people who confidently believe that, that this is one of the best justice systems on the planet, the less likely that any radical reform will happen in the varied bail systems around the country, where each day freedom and the constitutional presumption of innocence is quite literally up for sale. If you want to listen back to the other parts of our series on the bail system in America, go to thetakeaway.org. On Notes from America, we have conversations with people across the country about how we can truly become the nation that we claim to be. Each week we talk about race, our politics, education, relationships, usually all of them, because everything's connected. And you, our listeners, are at the center of those conversations. I'm Kai Wright. Join me on Notes from America, wherever you get your podcasts.